And ladies and gentlemen, we're back with an actual bonus episode of the podcast. Who would have thought strategy in the virtual controller um, delivering a bonus episode? But we thought we might um, have a quick catch up with co-host Penny Breslin because Penny's just come from uh, an in-person conference. I think the first one in what, about 15 months, Penny? How are you? I'm okay. I'm doing fine. How about you? Yeah, not too bad. I, I, I haven't been hobnobbing with uh, the bookkeeping elite, though, like yourself in Las Vegas. So um, what would, it was the, the Bookkeeping X, BKX, Digital Bookkeeping Conference. What was it? Yeah, it was DBA, Digital Bookkeeping Conference. Uh, it was called BKX. It was a, I would say it was a intimate, um, very uh, well, well-agended uh, uh, the, the agenda flow, the, uh, the topics, uh, you know, it's, well, you know, you know me, you know, you gotta, you gotta tell, find out what the client needs and you gotta have workflow and you gotta have process and procedures and you, all of that stuff, you know, and, um, I found the presenters were, uh, lively, uh, believable, um, to the point, uh, I would say that I have been um, involved in the conference industry for almost 30 years and tended to get really, you know, jaded by a lot of them. I, just like, That's fair. And, and <laughs> after 30 years of doing it, I've done it for 15 years and, I, and I'm right there with you, Patty. So, <laughs> just, you know, and I, it was maybe it was because it's been since, you know, 29th, the end of 2019, since I've uh, been to a conference. I don't know if that was it. Well, maybe that's a good place to start, Penny. Why don't we start with what was it like post-COVID? Uh, th- this is the first time you've been around a big group of, I think you said 250-ish people. Yeah. What was, what was, how did that feel? Like just the being amongst people again and and was there any sort of um standoffishness was there no um, not with this group not with this group. i can tell you well i walked in into the the first thing you do is the sponsors room you walk through the sponsors room and allison ball is sitting there she goes we can hug right <laughs> I went, yeah. okay but uh and david larry was on the other side of it but um but it was a very friendly um open sharing group of people uh, and the presentations were spot on uh, the agenda flowed very well there was no wasted time no wasted time yeah and I, I think that's important in terms of so but, but it also looked as if it was just general sessions so no breakout sessions no but breakout just sessions, no. from the main stage mm-hmm. everything was from the main stage um I think that they they covered the topics because it was so focused on digital bookkeeping. It was focused on one thing. They weren't they weren't going out there um, pushing a lot of product. They weren't driven by a GL. They uh, the whole thing uh, appeared to me to be how do you build your bookkeeping firm uh, or your bookkeeping business, and then how do you manage it? and scale it so that it can be profitable for you. Um, and so there was no reason for them to do any breakouts that I could mm-hmm. see. Everybody needed the same information. Um, there were people in there that had been in this program for a while. 
there were people in there that were very already uh, doing extremely well uh, in the bookkeeping uh, business, digital bookkeeping business. And then there were new people there that had, were just starting up um, to a to a man or a woman, because the majority of them were women uh, mm-hmm. by a large percentage. Um, to a woman, they were, every one of them were getting business like crazy. I think that, that that's one of the things that is, become very evident is that the value of having accurate data uh, and and data that's been reviewed by somebody who understands how not only how bookkeeping works and the ultimate goal for the tax return, but also managerial bookkeeping, but also the databases that you're dealing with, that, that became very evident for small businesses and entrepreneurs during COVID. Uh, trying to get PPPs and EDILs. And it was, you know, it was their accountant, bookkeeper, that person who gave them the information they needed and helped them get through that process. And I don't think that that's going to stop understanding the value of that. One. And two is the gig workers. Um, is a, that was one of the things that Ben, the guy who runs the whole show, owns this, he was talking about, you know, the percentage of entrepreneurship that has occurred with people who have, you know, second businesses going on and um, uh, just the growth of, I mean, I realize that some people, obviously many people suffered during COVID, uh, but there's, I, you know, even before I left, I was, there were just so many businesses where you talk to the business owner and the, their ability to adapt and to find new ways of doing business um, has just exploded. And um, it's, I, I, I hope it keeps up. I, I, this, this event gave me a positive outlook towards it. Uh, because I saw people from all over the country experiencing the same thing that I'm experiencing uh, in my business, which is uh, there's a lot of work to be done out there. And there's a lot of people who want us to do this work. And they understand that the basis for what they need is good, clean, accurate information. Yeah. And I think that's, it, it's, it's not only for just for compliance. And, and I think I'll go back to something no. that you have said so far that this was just for bookkeepers and not GL driven. And, and we haven't seen anything like that before. Um, but I think it also, um, it, it means that the focus is on the bookkeeper and not the GL. Um, and, and most importantly, I, I think bookkeepers or the bookkeeping controller function I think it's sort of coming into its own. I think for a long time it's been a um, a necessary evil, a bit of a nuisance, if anything. Whereas now, whether whether it is for for legislative purposes from a PPP or, or um, perspective, or whether it's to, to just to better understand numbers, that real time flow of data that we've been banging on about for for so long, Penny, it's finally getting the attention that it deserves. Um, and yes. again, whether whether it is the legislation and, and to get the loan or to get whatever the scheme is. But I think more importantly, and what the future is, is is how to melt, how to help these entrepreneurs who, as you said, pretty resilient, 
think outside of the box? How do you help them make better decisions and how do you help them thrive, whether it's a challenging environment or a prosperous environment? I don't know. I, I think it's an exciting time to step into this controller role um, that we've been talking about and you've been a huge proponent of for um, for, for the last 8, 15 years. Well, you know, it's interesting. I told people this a long time ago that the, the education system um, that we have, at least in, in this country, and I've seen it in a few other countries too, um, is that when I was when I was getting my student teaching, and I was uh, I got assigned a gifted, talented class. I was in special ed, but there's two sides of special ed, and they gave me a senior class of gifted, talented. And you were teaching. You were teaching. I was a you were the student. Teacher. I was right. <laughs> I was a student teacher. My first time teaching a group of high schoolers, and uh, they gave me a senior gifted, talented class. It was like, okay, you want to get your ass handed to you? We're going to do it. (laughs) And I got my ass handed to me the first day, I can guarantee you. But one of the things, and this was back in uh, the uh, early, late 80s, early 90s, uh, and these kids worked in teams. And um, they... Everything that they had been learning throughout their high school career was teamwork. That you know, the, you work in round desks. Everybody's got a piece to add to the team, and as the team as a whole uh, then produces the ultimate goal, whether it was a business. In our case, the dilemma that we were going through for six weeks and the final paper that everybody wrote. Everybody had their part, and I think that this generation of kids, uh, kids, young, the young adults, and you know, uh, aging millennials, they, um, they understand the value of having somebody on your team who has a specific niche that they fill within that team. And one of the things that also occurred besides PPP and, 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 and entrepreneurship growing and uh, gig economy growing was that people understood that they needed to, they needed to be aware of where money was coming in and where it was going out, how are they going to control their expenses? How much money they save? I, I was talking, I was getting my hair cut two days before I left for this conference. And the young lady, I said, how did it go during COVID? She goes, I had to tell you, the first thing I do is I hooked up with my, my accountant. And I, for the first time in my life, feel like I am controlling my expenses. I actually, during COVID, I did extremely well. And I opened up my force 401k and I never would have done that without my accountant. So, I mean, there was the the time has come, and this event has shown business owners the value of working in a close relationship with the person who can help them most with the most important thing that they deal with, you know, their finances. Um, and so, I think it's it's really making sure that the accountant and bookkeeper is is there to do that and recognize that that's what the clients need and want rather than just sticking their head down and knocking out the tax returns, isn't it? Right. Yeah. And And learning the skills and learning the skills to, to, to interpret data and, and to, to have that conversation with clients. Because again, the clients know their business nine times out of 10 inside out, but it's just having that confidence, having that relationship, just to sit down with them and, and talk through the anomalies, the red flags, what what's keeping them up at night. Um, and I always remember that was one of the toughest questions to to get accountants to ask their clients. Um, what's keeping you up at night? Um, and and 
it's cash flow, it's making payroll, it's um, sales this month. Uh, Are they going to be enough? It was like the guy that did the session on how to sell. He goes, you got to find the client's pain. And I cracked up on that one. Yeah, really. It's, you know, never heard that one before. But I mean, but it's, it's the truth. Um, And later on, I I was talking to a group of people during the network, you know, in the evening, Um, there were about 10 of us at a table. And, um, and because one of the guys at the table, uh, Bob Lewis, he was with Corpe, uh, he was sitting next to me going, so these people say they can't hire other bookkeepers. And I said, well, don't consider hiring a bookkeeper. You don't need another bookkeeper. You've got, you told me you got four in your office. You don't need another bookkeeper. It sounds like what you need is somebody who can coordinate with the client to get all the data that you need. So why don't you hire, go to a community college, hire somebody who's got a degree in business and who wants to work with technology and get them to be your onboarding person and then get them to be your contact person for all these apps that you're going to integrate and have them deal with the client when it comes to the app integration. So the only thing you're dealing with the client is, is solving their pain. Let this hire a, hire a teacher, hire someone with a teaching duplicate background. Yourself. Why you don't need to duplicate yourself. You need somebody yeah. who will never do accounting because mm. they're going to be focused on making sure the client is doing everything because all these apps are great apps, but if nobody uses them or if they don't use them consistently, you're back at square one and you can't scale. Or I think if if I think the other thing is if you have these apps but you just use them for one or two clients or you only scratch the surface with them, versus really embedding them into your into your firm into your oh, workflow. I the black dress story. Yeah, I, I well, I, I, the other the the other thing that I I sort of always and the black dress is such a, a good analogy, but I think the other thing that that we always spoke about is this technology stack should really be one of your full-time earners. That's the way to think about this integrated technology stack. Absolutely. Um, It is part of your team. It was part of that circle of, of students that I had. One of the aspects would be put a chair down there, put a chair and put technology label on that chair. That's part of your team. Your technology team. Who were, we just sort of touched on technology and and um, uh, Bob from Corpe. Um, who else was there from the the sponsor exhibitor standpoint? Oh, it wasn't it wasn't a large sponsorship, but they were all focused on helping with the bookkeeping. Uh, Relay Five Bank, mm-hmm. which I use. Uh, so you're and, a big fan of. Why yeah, don't you just spend? I've used why don't you just spend? Yeah, just give us thirty seconds or a little bit longer on Relay Fi and and what do they do? What is a neo bank? Ah, uh, yeah, it's not a brick and mortar. Um, it uh, you're not going to write paper checks. Uh, there will be no checks. Um, it is a completely uh, seamless web based, you know, well, mobile enabled uh, fintech. And um, the nice thing about it is that it allows you to have a bank account that doesn't cost you anything. And uh, for some clients, like I have one client that I put into it because they do project-based clinical trials and each and to, and to understand the cost of each clinical trial expenses and, and revenue, we have every type of, they have four types of clinical trials they do. Each of them has its own bank account. 
and then they have a main operations account. And uh, we can, we sync it with QuickBooks. The sync is, they use QuickBooks. It also works with Xero very well. Um, and uh, they have a built-in bill pay. And um, there is the ability, I have like five clients in RelayFi. I log into RelayFi and I see all five clients there. I see the statements. I see their transactions. I don't have to ask about logins. I don't have to. Really? So you can log in. You can log in and see all your clients in one location. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow, yeah. that's impressive. Yeah, I have a I have a dashboard with the bank. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's you know what it's. I've been working with them for now almost a year, a little bit more, and uh, I got fed up with the big box banks because of what they did for people on PPP. And well, I think that's an interesting question, and, and I, I think we've got it on the, the topic list coming up for the, the podcast, is actually talking to your clients about either technology or, and, and this would be one of those examples where for, for most people have known their bank for or been part of their bank for 10, 15 years or, or whatever, and then all of a sudden you're coming to them and saying, hey, I want you to move banks over to this ah, new bank. Ah, I did bank. not do that. I did not do ah, that. Ah, right, okay. I keep their old bank because that okay. was the relationship the owners had. I work with the CFO and the CFO was open to it and he's got a standing task to move funds in every Friday. Uh, well, Thursday. And then we, you know, we handle it from there. So they still have their main bank. They still have the relationship with their brick and mortar bank that's local to them. But we use Relay 5 whenever cash moves for the business. The main bank is where the money gets funded in from all their investors and stuff. And, um, right. Okay. And well, okay. And everything else goes through Relay 5. So we're now at the point where because of they're getting contracts and they're getting sales that now he he doesn't have to always move money in to Relay 5 because the money's already there because the invoices now come into that bank. The revenue's coming into we're that. Using, okay. Yeah. So because um, he does the deposits in there and I do the ACHs out for the bill pay. Um, so that was, that was what was there. Uh, that was good. Go Proposal was there. I love Go Proposal. I met them at QuickBooks Connect in 2019 and tried it out. Um, I think it's a great product for you to like price, uh, you know, that, that three tier pricing, you know, is doesn't always work. I'm sorry. I, I'm <laughs> going to disagree with some people on this, that, and we can have a discussion about that later. So I do like Go Proposal. It was nice to see them having somebody here. Um, so you had a package, you had a bank, you had your proposal. And then um, I'm kind of going around the room here. And then there was uh, Corpay, which is mm-hmm. a uh, came out of uh, a larger company that Bob was with. And it's uh, relatively new into this arena, but they've been doing this from, you know, many years and big company. Uh, and Italy, so that's payroll. Yeah. No, it's not payroll. It's, uh, it's an AP. It's uh, accounts payable management. Okay. Um, and they go, they, there's, there's no cost uh, to the accountant to sign up. There's no cost to do work with them. Um, and you get the dashboard and it's scalable. You get a client that's only selling now 10 invoices. You get a client that needs these full level approvals all the way up. So you can scale up with them. That's their, their niche. Uh, and okay. it's Melio pay was there, which. Okay. So that would they be a little bit competitive? Uh, well, a little bit. Yeah. 
they were competitive. Yeah. They were all up on the stage. Yeah. I think they all that that panel, all of those guys, they did. The ladies did very well. I'm going to just use the generic term. Uh, Melio, I use them also um, mm-hmm. with clients, and uh, I use them. They new get paid function. I tested that out uh, myself for my own company. Uh, so uh, I've been playing with a lot with that. And uh, of course, they're the built in on the back end of QBO, anyways. Uh, and I think they've got zero running now. Um, and I find it, it's very helpful. I like it. It's a good product. Uh, the pricing, again, is, you know, they make their money on the transaction when you use your credit card, uh, just right. like RelayFi does. You know, people go, yeah. how do banks, how do they do this? How do they make their money? Believe me, they're making their money on the back end, just they're making the money on the transaction. You know, not not three three dollars per month per account or fifteen dollars per box no, of checks. Is, yeah, <laughs> nothing, nothing like that. They're making the money when you move money, which is the way it should be. Um, and then there was Lysio, which I like for its client facing communication. Um, there, uh, they were there. Great presentation by Chris, the CEO. Um, it, I find it's because it takes the. It keeps the client where the client already is at, which is on their mobile device. And mm-hmm. you can communicate back and forth. And yet you've got your dashboard on your computer where you can see all your computer uh, clients. Uh, I find it, I've been testing that one out for about a year and a half too. And I like it. Um, my clients like it. So um, that's what counts too. If they're willing to use it, if they use it well, then we're good to go. The one thing, oh, and then there was um, Keeper, which is a new one. Oh, Smart Vault was there. Smart Vault, mm-hmm. uh, very good. They have their bookkeeping product and their tax products. They have two different products there. Um, and Smart Vault's been around for a long time. They have, they're pretty well established. Uh, we don't need, you know, they're, good. they're a good company. I've used them. Yeah, they've been around for a long time. Um, yeah. And then there was Keeper, which is new. And it's kind of a way for you to, I'm going to be, te- I'm actually doing a demo with them next week. So mm-hmm. uh, Keeper, Keeper.com. Um, it was interesting uh, from what I could see. I didn't want to hang out too much at his table because, you know, I'm going to look at it from a review standpoint for myself to then talk to my clients about it not necessarily use it. We'll test it with some some of my direct clients I'll test it with and with my team in India. Um, they'll be running through some tests on it. But uh, yeah, it looked interesting. It's a way to uh, uh, get the information into the accounting app without where the client can interact with you without the client actually going into the accounting app, which I know accounting apps don't necessarily like it, but I would prefer that the clients stay in the apps that surround the GL rather than go into the GL uh, themselves. And so that was that was it. They that was all the sponsors they had. Which oh, made it, so over over three days, you got to really spend some time with them. You got to spend some time with each other. Um, yep. You got to spend some time with people that are on the other side of the country. That you know, it's always good to hear somebody else's you know, experiencing the same thing you're experiencing, having the same kind of success or having the same kind of struggles. Uh, you can help each other. And then the amount of time that you could spend with these vendors was, uh, it wasn't so rushed. It wasn't so, mm-hmm. there was no, it was very relaxed. And um, I liked that part of it. 
Oh. Well, I, I think sometimes you, I, and I know being on the other side when I was actually standing at the booth, um, while you're talking to someone, you're always looking at the person behind them and trying to yes. capture their attention as well. So yeah. it, it, it is always when um, you've got a, a day and a half, two days or something like that and to try and speak to as many people. So that's actually quite nice that you, you that, it, that it was relaxed and, and you had time to connect with people um, as including the, the the sponsors. Yeah, I mean, overall, it was an excellent experience. And for the first time out, um, I think for some people, it was quite emotional. <laughs> for I mean, I was uh, people were just, you know, it's like, it was like, God, we haven't seen you guys, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it was it was a well run group, I would, uh, I would recommend them to anybody who is interested in doing bookkeeping of getting mm. certified in it and, uh, and, and taking a program. Um, uh, obviously I agree with their program. <laughs> um, just, yeah. It looks familiar. Is that what, is, is that what you're saying? Well, you know what? Some things don't change how you sell people and yeah. how you get the work done doesn't change. I think they have done a very good job. Very nice. And, and Penny, what was Erin Brockovich like as the keynote speaker? She's, uh, she's a pistol. And you know what? I liked her because she's kind of blunt like me. And, yeah. and I had seen her before, uh, do a speech before. Um, she's very on top of things. She's very, she doesn't, she doesn't hedge her words. Um, so uh, very exciting to listen to. She got the, the crowd really going and, uh, very positive attitude. It was just a whole positive experience, which I can't always say about every conference I've ever been to. Yeah, it's a good point, actually. Just into because sometimes you, some people are made to feel not part of it, and um, and 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 it, well, or alternatively, more, it's just about pushing one very specific agenda rather exactly. than there wasn't any of that. Agenda. The agenda in this was the people sitting in the room. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, that was a refreshing thing to, to see. Um, you know, there were, there were a mix of people doing, doing using various GLs, you know. Um, yep. Niching, of course, was discussed, which is, you know, certainly puts you and drives you into one specific GL. But uh, that, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that there was just a lot of freedom of sharing and nothing hanging over your head. Righto. So Digital Bookkeeper Association, I've just brought it up, dba.org yeah. um, was the was, was the organisers. So it sounds like a good organisation to, to, to check out. Yes. Um, and they've got a membership group there as well. So um, definitely worthwhile having a look. Yeah. You know what? It couldn't hurt. Couldn't hurt yeah. at all. If you've got bookkeeper office or a firm or you've got bookkeepers that work for you inside of a larger firm, it wouldn't be a bad Option. And actually, I mean, I you might know more than me, but other than other than Pro Advisor program, there's not really any other program. Zero has a program. Yeah, Zero has a program. Zero has a program for it. Yeah. No, but but I mean, but, but I mean, oh, so so Pro Advisor and Zero, so the the GL sort of program, yeah. but there's no other real membership organization or or group that's actually looking out for bookkeepers across no, across not. the across the the no. profession, the industry. No. Yeah. No, I found this very refreshing. 
Fantastic. Penny, what other events have you uh, got in the calendar? We um, here in Sydney, we had uh, we had four cases of uh, coronavirus. So we've been <laughs> we've been put into lockdown. <laughs> so we're not going anywhere. So I'll have to live vicariously through you um, as you head off to conferences again. Well, what, what's next? I'm not big on going to them, but uh, scaling new heights will probably be the next one. I, it, it, it all just it all just depends. I'm I'm actually trying to get all of my team vaccinated in India. Mm-hmm. So I'm focused on that right now um, because we're going private to try to get it done quicker because I can't just vaccinate them. I have to vaccinate the whole families. Uh, vaccinate so. the family. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. so basically uh, money penny, the company has decided to say we will go private and we will get our team and their families vaccinated and we will pay for that. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. They, they, they deserve it. Um, they, yeah. It's, it's real important. Uh, well, I, you know, well, I think. I mean, it's 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 really good that you've got that possibility. You've got that availability that you can do that because otherwise, yeah. it it'd be a pretty long wait, I would imagine. Yeah, and there are even some of the girls that had left us during COVID because of the conditions. We yeah. uh, also got them vaccinated. Oh, fantastic, Penny! That's amazing. Well, um, that's, you know, they're good people. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. We'll see. And I got to talk to a bunch of sponsors about us doing some quality testing, you know, on yeah, yeah. on their apps. So they kind of were interested in that. And that was kind of fun. So, yeah. Fantastic. Well, Penny, um, delighted that we could squeeze this uh, this bonus episode in after the uh, the digital bookkeeping conference. I, I figured it was uh, worthwhile catching up. Um, I think it's the first of, first in-person event uh, for the, the accounting and bookkeeping industry. Um that, well, I, I guess they were scaling new heights last year uh, in person, but but yeah. I think this is the the first the first one of of twenty twenty one, and delighted that it was such a focus on on the bookkeepers. That's, and that's no really masks and no yeah. masks, except at the yeah. airport. <laughs> so, right. Uh, yeah, it was kind of nice. Did you fly? Did you fly into Vegas? Yeah, I flew. I'm not in. I, yeah, it was. Yeah, I went. Driving. What was the What was Las Vegas Airport like? Because normally that's a oh. zoo. It was. Oh. It was a zoo. <laughs> it was like we're back. Yeah. Oh, big time! Well, I don't. I had already been to Vegas once during COVID. Uh, yep. it, it hadn't shut down. Right. Okay. And there we go. And that is the warning bell. Penny, as always, really good to see you. Uh, enjoy the weekend and uh, look forward to our next episode of. Uh, okay. I'm telling you. Say again. Get that crib done. You can never tell. Yeah, them. yeah. That, that that's on my to do list this afternoon. So, Penny, really good to see you. We'll catch up soon. All right. All right, bye-bye, David. See ya. Bye-bye.